I am the voice of Knight Industry 2000's microprocessor. K-I-T-T for easy reference. A kit if you prefer. Bueller. Bueller. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. I'm not going to stand here and listen to this baloney. He won't, you know. He doesn't stand for baloney. And what's it going to do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you? Nobody puts baby in a corner. Only Atari makes the world's most popular home video game. Hey, where's the beat? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? But it's only authentic if it says members only right here. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Hello once again, welcome to Living in the 80s. We actually made it to podcast number three. And guess what kids, I am not alone. I've got the often imitated, never duplicated, master of disaster, my good buddy, longtime friend, first Matt time, Moore. First time caller. First time caller, yes. First Matt time. Moore is with me today. So uh, <clears throat> we're going to go through a variety of topics, uh, including our discussion on top 80s sitcoms. So uh, Matt... How's it going today, buddy? Pretty good, buddy. Uh, this is this is uh, new. This first time. Kind of excited. First time to get a sit behind a laptop with the Rob Fott. I mean, this is this is good. This is real good. Thanks for building the crowd up, man. There they, it is, they, Rob Fott. They think folks. I'm cool because of you. Now, I'm telling you what. If the, there is an '80s aficionado, is that a word? Aficionado? I think it is. Yeah. If this, it is now. It, it is, and this is the guy, the encyclopedia, and I'm I'm just thrilled. This is great. <laughs> Did you, ever, did you ever see the the movie Can't Buy Me Love? Yes, Patrick Dempsey. Absolutely. So there was uh, he ends up paying the girl like money to like pretend she's his date, so he could be cool by association. So so you're like Patrick Dempsey right now, and I am cool by association. And you owe me ten dollars. There Thank we you. go. All there right. we go. Sweet. Okay, so we're gonna get into it right now. First of all, uh, let's take a look at this week in 1981. All right, so we're going to talk about the first uh, top three uh, movies of 1981. That's our year of spotlighting. 1981. Real quick, what, what were you doing in 1981? 1981. Let's see. I would have been... It's February. A, February February of 81. I would have been a, um, a freshman in high school then. Yeah? Yeah, so I Grove City High School, freshman... Um, I think I may have like like bought my first pair of Nikes with my paper route money. There it is. Yes. Very good. And Very good. Uh, coincidentally, that's the same model <laughs> I'm wearing today. So that is funny. Don't say it ain't cool. That's it ain't great. Cool. I if love you, it. If you guys, they're they're the blue uh, vinyl Cortez model. There it is. So uh, my buddy Buzz Weber at school had some, and I thought they were pretty awesome. Did you say Buzz Weber? Buzz Weber. I love that's, that. That's that's his name, man. Buzz Weber. So shout out to Buzz. He's not listening. 
Maybe he should he be. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe Teresa's making him listen today we, because we don't his know. name's mentioned. There it is. But yeah, so those were so cool, and I think all the kids wanted them, so I ended up uh, buying mine with paper route money. I think uh, in February 1981, I believe I was serving, if I'm not mistaken, my ninth detention in Miss Wisney's sixth grade class. I, I think that I know I hit tenth in March, so I'm sure I was probably doing my ninth detention. Miss Wisney, uh, so, Hamilton Township. What? What? So Bender, what were you doing detention for? <laughs> so many times. I, I word on the street was I talk a lot. I, I don't know. I, I what? I, you? You're so quite sh- an introverted. Shocking. Wow. Shocking. I talk a lot. So there it is, Miss Wisney. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. He just crossed himself like he's Catholic. He's not. He goes to Grove City Nazarene Church. Here we go. And he's always been a uh, but you want always a three CU kid. There it is for okay. life. So you know you you don't lose it. You're just always there. So anyhow, let's go to the top movies of 1981. Number three, Cannonball Run. Oh, good stuff. Do you right Cannonball there. Run. Can, no, that's the we're, we're looking at the. Um, Dom, I, think, I remember Dom DeLuise was Dom DeLuise. Yeah, Burt like Reynolds. Wrestling thing, the yeah. Whole, was that, was that the one with the monkey? They had a monkey? No, that's, no, that's right. any which way you can, yeah, or any which way but loose. There might be a monkey in there. Yeah. Well, you know, what wasn't, like, Burt Reynolds supposed to be, like, a stuntman in this movie? Oh, you're right. Yeah, guys, don't fact check this program, because we, you know. Sometimes we just say things, so. We do. We just say it's things. okay. Make the magic happen. There we go. Number two movie. Well, well hold on. Oh, before, you, still got, you got trivia? I've always, well, not really trivia. I've okay. always been kind of confused. Do you think Cannonball Run would even be a movie without Smokey and the Bandit? Absolutely not. No way. No, no I, way. Is, and I wouldn't say it's it's a sequel, right? But it's I is, it, say is it, would. it kind of the it's the beginning of that. Hey, this movie's great. Let's do one just like it. Yeah, and I think it's part of the whole Appalachian American takeover of Hollywood. There it is. Because there there's is. a lot of um, a lot of beer being drunk, a lot of trucks, <laughs> a lot of Trans Ams, um, Burt Reynolds. So, you know, he's a good Florida yeah. State grad. Did you know that? I did not. So See, there is, is a, trivia. So, yeah, so he is a, a hillbilly, this not is... by proxy, but because he's a hillbilly. So maybe that's why he shined in maybe, these epic things. Maybe. Did you ever see him in Deliverance? Who didn't? That I was mean, a great movie, except for that, that one scene. Yeah, well. That that scene, like, yeah. physically hurts no, to watch. It, and it should. It yeah, should. it should. Okay. Number two. Number two. I'll get, number two is Stripes. 1981 strikes. Um, I, I don't have a military family, but this kind of made me want to go to the military. It did. It, me too. I wanted to be Bill Murray. Oh, that's that a fat jack. That's <laughs> a fat jack. Yes, that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a great movie. And in his girl, his girl interest there. What was her name? Let, let's look her up real quick. Can you do that? I can look her up on the Twitter machine or the Googling machine on, here. On the internet? Uh, yeah, on, on the internet. What oh, was I her name? Uh, I remember she played Kate Rambo in Rock and Roll High School. And um, she was cute as could be. Well, I mean, she's in a movie with Bill she, Murray. She, she is in a movie. So, And that's our special guest host, Kevin. Oh, yes. That's Matt's dog, Kevin, here he's a, today. He's a puggle. Maybe he, we'll share a picture yes, of Kevin maybe. the puggle later today. So, yeah. So, you just take our word for it. The girl's cute. We can't remember her name right now, but we will uh, We'll get back with you on that one. She was cute. So, Stripes, uh, two guys, kind of uh, underachieving schmucks, uh, end up joining the Army. And um, they end up being part of a top... Um, 
top secret mission. Remember the RV? Oh, that's right. That, that decked out camper RV that was like military grade. So yeah, that was that was good. So um, if you guys haven't, great comedy. Check out Stripes, and the love interest was um, uh, PJ Souls. There it is. He, I knew you'd Souls. get it. I you knew you'd what? find it. Yeah. So uh, I think this is her now. She was much cuter back then, but she mm. was born in 1950, so she's like almost. Did you just 70. make a big deal about how pretty she was? Because, I did. Because 40, I mean, 40 years ago, okay, 39 years ago, okay, she, you know, okay, okay. Age regressed at 39 years. She looks pretty good. There you go. So yeah, uh, check out Stripes. Get a chance. Great movie, and the number one movie, 1981, Superman two. Come on, Come uh, who did not love Christopher <clears throat> Reeve as Superman? I, I I just <clears throat> don't get me wrong. I love every every superhero movie ever made, but daggone it, Christopher Reeves! Ah, you want to get you want to get Aaron Benner fired up? Oh yeah, Christopher Reeves is not the best Superman. Oh oh, get him, Aaron! Get him, <laughs> Aaron! Right get now him. is is fuming. His his he's he's like all jacked I up and crazy. Could... He's gonna do a screamo song about. <laughs> Why Christopher Reeve is the best Superman? Oh, please call. <laughs> I wish you could call into this podcast oh, right now. That oh. would be great. That'd be. I wonder if we get a hold of Aaron. We probably. Maybe we could. Maybe we could. Let's we'll, see. We'll, we'll work on that. We'll yeah, work we'll work on that. Maybe we'll get him on here for a future. Uh, Did you say he does screamo songs? Well, he, I wouldn't say there's. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like what constitute a song as a screamo thing, but he's got that low growling manly rock and roll testosterone thing Liquid going on. Liquid 16, baby. It's all yes, good. Yes. Okay. All right. So, yeah, the number one movie is Superman 2. Uh, I Not as good as one, but no. much better than three. Much better. Superman 3, they had jumped the shark. That is true. Yes, they that did. Was, that was probably... Probably shouldn't happen. Probably should not One of the happen. worst superhero movies ever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Christopher Reeve, for my dollar, was the best Superman. He just portrayed that image, you know, the all-American guy. He, I mean, he looked the part. Yep. He was tall. He was uh, he was very, very good for that role. So. He was the man. Yeah, he was the man. So, top three, Cannonball Run. Stripes. Superman 2. Boom, boom. 1981. Yes. What? Okay, now we're going to talk about the top three TV shows of 1981. Now, these are not the ones that, that we selected on no. our page. These no. are the ones from 1981. Yes. Just, okay. And I think maybe next week we will, just because, like, 60 Minutes is always at the top. Like, I don't I don't watch new shows, do that's you? Not, uh, no, not I so I never much. have. Not so much. Like, every once in a while, they'll have a guest on there, and I'll watch their segment, and then... When I was a kid, I didn't feel like I was allowed to watch. I don't know. We were at church on Sunday nights. We weren't a bunch of heathens. Heathens? This is the heathenistic top three. That's what that is. And and they made the top three. Shame. Yes. Number three was 60 Minutes. It's still on today if you want to watch it. It's probably the same people doing the same stories. Probably. And stuff like that. Okay. But a show not on Sunday nights, I don't think. I don't remember. I never watched it much, but... Number two. Number two. What is it? Little House on the Prairie. Come on. Come that, on. That is Matt's best singing voice, That's ladies good. and gentlemen. That's good. That's Little good. House on the Prairie. Um, a lot of people love this show. 
Um, I yeah. was more of a Waltons fan, I think. Okay, okay. You know, yeah. if, if I got to pick between little the two. little shout-out to Jason Peitzmeier and his Walt, Walton obsession. That's good. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> Jason's obsessed with the Waltons? Dude, you don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> come on, bring it. You don't even know. Talk to me. No, no, I'm, just, me. I'm just saying, I, I, I'm going to let, he would gladly talk to you about the Waltons. That I'm going to allow funny. it, leave it to Jason. That's and there's, funny. Hey, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm, you know? Not a thing at all. I, I, I mean, I like John Boy. And stuff like that, so it's cool. It's <laughs> John good. Boy and stuff like that. There's only one John Boy. Okay. Only one okay. mole. Okay. Like yeah. he is mole, that guy. mole, 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 mole. So yeah. Mole. <laughs> so Jason, that that that's good stuff. So yeah. yeah. So you know, we you've got our our pick of Walton's greater than Little House on the Prairie. Absolutely. But Randy Nelson Jr. Not the second. Randy Nelson Jr. Right. He may he may object because no matter what the topic, he argues. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. If, if suddenly you told him that Metallica was the best rock band in the world, he would tell you that you're wrong, that you too was. And that's what But makes, they are much better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another argument for another time. Record sales, baby. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Number one show in 1981 on the TV shows was none other than... Dallas. Boom. Yes, Jr. Jr. Ewing, Billy or Bobby. Re- real quick, who who shot Jr. Do you remember? I do remember. I don't remember the character's name, but I, I know, know it's, it. it's Bing Crosby's daughter. Okay, didn't know that. Yeah, what, so that before it is Sue Ellen's ah Sue Ellen's cousin or Sue Ellen's sister, something, and his, her name is Kristen. Was it Kristen? Kristen. All right. Kristen killed Jr. I think. Because, I mean, that was, the, that was the question everybody wanted to know in the 80s was, who shot Oh, yeah, JR? that whole summer. There was, I mean, there was t-shirts, who shot JR? Yeah, there was even a song. Who shot Who shot JR? That's a great... So, you remember that song, Matt? No, no. I no. Let's, let's give it a little listen here. Why do the people all hate him so? And why they shot him, I'll never know. He's the star of the picture show, JR. Yes, that was Gary Burbank, uh, Cincinnati radio DJ legend, uh, with Who Shot Jr. I, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Wow. That's a, yeah, that's, that's a little lost gem there. Um, if you guys remember back then, uh, you younger listeners probably have no idea, but uh, you've, you've heard probably the, you know, what a big deal it was, Who Shot Jr. But it was like, on the national news, yeah, speculations. Absolutely. They were a whole every. There's everyone, every radio DJ, every host had conspiracy theories. It was big stuff. <laughs> yes, like huge. like who shot him and who's on their way out of the show and all that other stuff. So who was it? Who was it again? It was, I believe, it was Sue Ellen's cousin, sister. Kristen's her name. Kristen, I know so that. Kristen shot Jr. Kristen, there it is. We solved it. Hey, That's it. see, they boom, did, done. If, if they could have like gotten the DeLorean and went got up to 2020, talked to Rob and Matt, they would know who see, shot Jr. It was Kristen. It was okay, Kristen. all right. Moving on. Um, finishing up this week in 1981. Uh, we're going to talk about the top three songs of 1981. Hold 
Yes, the number three song this week in 1981 was Woman by the late, great John, John Lennon. Lennon. Yes. yes. Former Beatle. You know, I, the Beatles were, they broke up when I was four years old, and I don't even remember them being popular. Like, yeah. Like, in my house, my parents, like, were pre-Beatle mania, so we're listening to oldies around the house, or, like, 70s country. So the Beatles, I didn't even know who they were until later, but like they are one of my all-time favorite bands. Absolutely, good. Um, oh. Who can't? Who who doesn't love the Beatles? And I, you remember where you were when John Lennon died, or when you heard it? Uh, I mean, I remember. I remember seeing it on the news, and, and I, I. What what year was it? Do you hear what? Uh, fact checking. It you. was it was um, 1980. Is when it happened. So this this song was released. Um, Did he make this after he died? I'm just, I mean, I think we all want to know because that's awesome. That's amazing. I, I, you know, I think his song is from Beyond the Grave. Okay. It okay. Is. <laughs> he was talking to Yoko, woman. Yeah. No. Who, you know, let's be honest. It's, it's her fault that he died because if she hadn't broke up the Beatles. There it is. They might have been in Scotland or someplace on a tour instead of in today, New York. Still, Jeez. today. Man. No, ah. I, I remember um, I had a paper route back then, which I mentioned earlier, so I was able to buy me some new shoes. But I remember um, being laying in bed and the alarm clock radio would come on and the, the the story leading off as soon as I woke up was John Lennon was murdered. Wow. And then I go to pick up my papers to you know to deliver and it was front page. And I just thought because even at that point um, like I, I had probably just learned he was from the Beatles because he had released an album, Double Fantasy, with Yoko Ono, and uh, just like Starting Over was a hit, so I bought the single and found out oh he was part of the Beatles. Oh, I've heard of them, but didn't realize what a big deal they were until the day that I heard he had died. I'm like this guy is a lot bigger than my little top forty mind at the time thought. So. Rob, that was on the, the front page of the paper that you delivered. You single-handedly told Grove City. I told the world. About John Lennon's yes. passing. Way Me and the, the Columbus Citizen Journal. F- Citizen Journal. That's right, baby. Three years I hauled papers for them. I like that. You shared yeah. the news. Yeah. You shared the news then. We're sharing the news today. That's right. Good stuff. Working And uh, the number two song in 1981 was none other than Nine to Five, Miss Dolly Parton. Whoop, whoop. I'll be honest with you, Matt. I hate that song. Oh, come on. Oh, you know what? Everything that Dolly Parton did drives me insane. Okay, you know you know what? Shame on you. Why is oh, there shame on me, Matt? Because you, I mean, who can't, why can you not love Dolly? Let Dolly be... Hello, Dolly. No, that was Carol I, I, Channing. I, okay, different song, but still, she, her name's Dolly. So. Oh, I love Dolly Parton. I, I, I just, she's, I just a, can't. she's sweet. That she's fluttery good. thing she does with her voice is beautiful and wonderful, oh. and th- it's things of angels. 
angels it's, that were cast out of heaven. That is not true. Oh. They came down on earth to Ugh. share joy is what Dolly Parton is. I Sorry. She seems like a nice lady. and, and you, you know what? Sometimes Her, her, you, her role sometimes in 9 to you, 5 was okay, okay, but I can't hear her sing. Sometimes you seem like a nice lady. Because sometimes you seem like a nice you seem lady. Like a nice you're lady. a nice you're, lady. You're a nice lady. Jeez. But listen, Dolly Parton is beautiful, wonderful, sweet, and she has a theme park. So she does have a theme park, and I've been the, there. See, okay, I've been to Dollywood. So there, take that. And okay. a good water slide. I remember that. You want to take back what you said? Nope. Showers wash all my cares away. I wake up to a sunny day Cause I love a rainy night Yeah, I love a rainy night Well, I love a rainy night Well, I love a rainy night Ooh, ooh Well, I love a rainy night I love a rainy night I love to hear the thunder Number one song this week in 1981 I love a rainy night by Eddie Rabbit. Oh, that's good stuff right there. I'll tell you what, that song I okay. can get into. Okay. I think that song still sounds great today. It, it does. Yo, my toe's tapping right now just thinking about that song. And his feet look like hands. So it's kind of creepy. It's like, yeah, it is. It's like they snap in fingers. <laughs> okay, you really didn't have to say all that. Uh, okay. I just tell people what they want to hear, man. Okay. I, I like reporting the truth. Anywho. But this, this song, you got to think 1981 was the year that MTV... Went on the air, but okay. that wasn't until August. Right. So I mean, honestly, you're still getting this early '80s and right in this time frame here. We're talking. This is the urban cowboy era. Yes. So urban cowboy, if you guys recall, was a huge movie back in the 1980s. John Travolta plays a Texas cowboy. Yeah. Just two years removed from being a a Brooklyn disco dancer. <laughs> so we're to believe that John Travolta is a is a uh, is a Houston, Texas cowboy. It was a hard sell from the beginning. It was. But the movie, not too bad. The soundtrack, amazing. Yes. Mickey Gilly, Johnny Lee, looking for love and all the wrong places. All the wrong places. Yeah, oh my goodness, great movie. But yeah, this uh, this whole country wave, that's why Dolly Parton had a hit, Eddie Rabbit, uh, Kenny Rogers was big back then, Mickey Gilly, there are a lot of crossover people back then. Again, pre-MTV, didn't really get a lot of uh, uh, country love after that. Country kind of fell off the map as far as the pop charts go. So 80s country was its own thing, but in 1981 it was definitely a... Right in the middle. Yeah, right it, right in the middle of that, that heyday, that run. So it was really good. So late, great Eddie Rabbit. It's got some other stuff. Uh, love it step by step. That's but but let's one. be honest, Look. we... We all love a rainy night. I mean, a nice I little... Do, I do lo- you know when the best rainy night is? I love a rainy night. The best the best rainy night... Hang oh. with me here. Close your eyes. Okay. His eyes, eyes are, are really close. They're closed. Friday night. You're in bed. Thunderstorm happening. Oh, here comes the thunder. You don't got to wake up for nothing on Saturday. You oh. notice it's thunder. Yes. Are you smiling right now? I'm smiling right now. He's, right he's now. smiling. I am he's smiling, smiling with my eyes closed. That's right. So, Eddie Rabbit, thank you. Uh, great song. Great time to, to be a country music fan. I love a rating night. Eddie Rabbit. You change the way you look. Can you see that? Up close, it's exciting. And I'll tell you something, darling. You look marvelous. No other taste. 
attracts so much attention. Absolutely marvelous. Diet Pepsi, the most refreshingest invention. And not only do you look marvelous, my little 12-ounce darling, but you taste marvelous. No other taste attracts so much attention. You come here often. I'm kidding you. I'm a kid. All right, so now we are to the part of the show. First of all, a uh, little plug for the Facebook page. Um, listening, or uh, shoot, I don't even remember what it's called. Living, listening. It's living. Living. living think, thanks, Matt. You, you created it. I did. I okay. did. It is right. my. It is my child. Uh, living in the '80s. Uh, the Facebook page is really blown up. We're over 800 people now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So 800 people in just two weeks. So it's funny how you you, you throw things out there. You know, you just kind of want to create a little group. Few friends can get in, share '80s memories and memes and gifts and pictures and music videos, and you guys are doing an awesome job at that. Except for Randy Nelson, who wants to keep uh, like. Was he even alive in the '80s? Yeah, yeah, he was a small child. But remember yeah. how stupid kids were back then. <laughs> Hold on, Randy being small child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Woo! good. Okay, that's funny. That's priceless. That's funny. That's okay. we, we, we got you two mugs. We're. We're, uh, we love you, buddy. But yeah, I mean, if while you're on the Facebook page, if you got buddies or friends from high school that need to be in on this, invite them, man. This is this is fun stuff. Yes, it is. So this week, Matt put a, a question out there with a ton of responses to it. So Matt, go ahead, read off your question, and let's discuss. Well, the, the question is: Do you wish we had the internet, apps, technology, devices, and cell phones that we have today? Do you wish we had those back in the '80s, or are you thankful for the way that it was? Why, you know, discuss, discuss. All right. So, I, two schools of thought here. The first one, like I, because I like I archive everything. Like, I've got a hard drive of music that's about 40,000 songs. Um, I am constantly listening to things. I'm collecting things. I collect, like, like JPEGs, pictures, and things. I've got you know, things at home. i got some little knickknacks, some old Hot Wheels cars, and things like that. So I love, like, I would overdose in nostalgia. Like, that's me. And so to be able to archive some of that stuff back then... To go back now and look at it would be amazing. Absolutely, like, I, I would love to have. Like, remember, remember when when you hit Marty with your car? Well, we didn't want to say his name, but Marty Shelton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- there's memories that we have back then that you wonder did they really happen? Because as we age, most of us are 40s, 50s, and and memory's not what it used to be. No. So, so did I run over Marty with a car? Uh, kind of, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It was a game. It it happened. I mean, did he land? It came from a windshield. It was, it was a, it, the Zantigo parking lot. See, and, and I don't remember that. I thought we did it in the church parking lot. I think lot. it happened twice. Maybe. I don't know. Because, he, he went through the windshield, landed on my car. I thought he was going to move. He thought I was going to move. Next thing I know, <laughs> he's laying on my lap in my car. So. And he wasn't moving. Well, he, he did. He did eventually. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's weird. I mean, so. See, right there, you thought it was Antigua's, I thought it was a church, but if we had f- phones back then, we'd have like nine posts about that, and we could see it. Oh, and it would blow up. It would oh, go it'd be viral, me- as these kids say. It'd be, it'd be a, one of those memes. <laughs> memes? <laughs> I said memes. Is, isn't she the, the, the chick from um, the Drew uh, Carey show? Drew Carey, a lot of, 
lot yeah, of rouge. the makeup yeah. and mm-hmm. the hair. Yeah. yeah, okay. But, I mean, seeing seeing him jump up, the car come underneath him, shatter my windshield, man, that'd be stuff of, I mean, legend. I mean, that was great. And I, I'm pretty sure it was cool, but, again, I don't, I, I don't remember a whole lot about that. So There was a ton of stuff that we would all get into back in the day, like, like, I first started hanging around, like, you, I was probably 19. So, yes. I was probably just you know, a year or so after high school. So, like, I've got got uh, memories of my old friends, like David Yuska, Art Hughes, Jim Forney, or some of these guys that I hung around with back in those days. And, like, we had a ton of great times. And I would I would just love to just, like, every once in a while you see a picture pop up. Yeah, and and they say pictures worth a thousand words. Well, buddy, a video is worth like a million of them. Absolutely. So I would kind of love to have had like that technology available back then. Yeah, I mean, just for yeah, just for memory's sake, and and not to be kind of you know the whole Debbie Downer kind of thing, but as we age, you know, we, we lose loved ones, and and just to see a pictures and and videos, like oh man, remember that time we shared together? I, we in the eighties, we had cameras. But they were just ginormous, right? They're about the size of a car, like a, like a, like a, like a Yugo. Like yeah, you yeah. got a Yugo on your shoulder, the boombox on the other side. It was hard to document. Got a Yugo on my shoulder, shoulder. feeling kind of older. Trip the merry-go-round. I don't, That's, I don't know what he's no, doing. Okay. Okay. okay, but but I mean, it, it's it, we could we could record things, but it was just few and far between. And you'd almost have to because you didn't want to waste your your tape. You'd almost have to calculate what you're going to record. You right. can't just like randomly like, oh, here's a, my life and here's what's going on. You here's can't my lunch. Here's my this. breakfast. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't just pop this camera out of your pocket and just start you know shooting video on it. Yeah, and so uh, so I, I I kind of there's a side of me and and seeing all the yahoos getting rich, getting paid, making millions for opening up toys right now and making silly videos. We've been doing this for 35 years, keeping it real. I think if we had YouTube and stuff back in the, in the 80s, you and I would be, we'd we'd be, be living in a mansion right now. I mean, we this, have tons of cash. I'm just saying. Stacks. I'm just saying. But the truth is, I mean, no one really seems to want the cell phones back then. On, on the Facebook page, it was a overwhelmingly noop, 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 noop. Which I see their point. And I'm, Absolutely. Because like you said, our memories... You know, they don't work like they used to because, like, you know, the whole, you know, church parking lot or Zantigo, where did Marty, who shot Marty? Who shot, who, yeah, who shot Marty? <laughs> but, so, so that, that whole thing, like, we remember it differently. Like, things that we thought, like, we have these great memories and stories to tell people. Like, if we can see it on video, is it, were they really as cool as we remembered them? That is true. Good point. So, yeah, things can be a lot funner in our minds. You yep. know, we can weed. It's easier to weed out the bad stuff. It you is. Know? It is because it, there's no video proof of it. Absolutely, and uh, not to mention legal ramifications. Yeah, there's several people <laughs> on our post that uh, mentioned something about a lot of felonies that weren't recorded. So that's probably a good thing. So yeah. a lot of people are out of jail today because of. What was not recorded in the '80s? So Joanna Barford, we're talking about you. Here we go. Yep, yep. Okay. Joanna, we know. We Move. know. Sorry about that, Joe. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah. So, and and everyone else says that just the time, the the distraction of today. Everyone's on their phones. They're not. They're paying attention to their devices and not to those around them. And, and so, you know, back then, if you wanted to go to somebody's house, whoever had the bikes in the yard. They were home, you know. If you That's the it. phone calls, uh, the the one phone in a house, 
uh, not being able to be reached. I mean, it was there was kind of a joy in that, you know. So the the best. It's it's funny because you can trick technology back then a lot easier than you can now. Case in point, my brother Mark. What he would do when he was out late, and my parents thought he was in bed, he would call the house, and my mom would say hello, and Mark would say. Oh, I've got it, Mom. You go ahead and hang it up. Oh, no way. Yes. That, no way. The dude was a genius. That's like, good. He, could, he, would, he would hotwire cars. Oh. No video proof. No proof. Nope. He, he, uh, he, my, my brother, Chuck, it's funny. We're going off on a tangent. But uh, Chuck would, um, he would park his car knowing full well that Mark would, uh, would take it. You know, he would, like in the middle of the night, he'd take the keys. And he's probably, you know... 13, 14, out driving the cars around town. Jeezy Pete. And Chuck Chuck would, like, put quarters on top of the tires. So <laughs> when Mark pulled out, put the car back exactly the way it was, those quarters on the floor, Chuck would go beat him up because he stole his car. So Mark got a little Attaboy, smarter Chuck. later. He was really recognized his surroundings a little better. So. But uh, Mark, legendary car thief of the 80s and, there you go. and early 90s, I'm thinking. Nice, nice. So, yeah, 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 good job, Mark. 2000. All right. What else, Matt? What else? We, any uh, any you know, other? I, I, just through the comments, I, basically it was just a lot of, uh, I, there was, it was overwhelmingly of they do not want technology back then. They just uh, are grateful for the, you didn't have to go off the grid because we were off the grid. And it was, uh, it was just... Um, it, it was amazing. The, the the one Misty Moore says here, noting, I think she meant to say, no, nothing could replace the hours on the phone and stretching your phone cord so far that it lost its curl. Oh, that's... I remember in our basement at our house is like where we usually talked on the phone because you can take the phone and stretch it. It's about a 30-foot cable. I think it was originally 20, but it mm-hmm. became 30 feet. Absolutely. Um, I think... Um, uh, remember that that cord stretching forever. So that's where you have to go to for any kind of privacy. Do we we had the one phone that was in the kitchen, but the the talking spot was in the uh, the laundry room under the dirty clothes back by the, the furnace. That's where you would talk, throw the clothes back on top of you for the privacy, and that was the cord. Yeah, that was fun. And, and and here's a serious comment, Crystal Master. I would go back in a second. I love the convenience of, of all of it for my life now, but I really miss the simplicity of life was back that, then. Was that your Krista voice? Is that what she sounds that's like? That's my best Krista voice. That's I got a, a little dime slot for a dimple <laughs> right there. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's Krista. So, yeah. Very but, I, you know, honestly, I think we all, we all, we all don't. Um, yeah. I miss that. Here's another one i got to read real quick. Joel McLaughlin. Thankful we didn't. There were far less cameras to capture our shenanigans. There it is. Joel, what shenanigans did you actually do? You were in the band. Hey, hey, band people have shenanigans. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... Let's put gum on the end of the tuba. Hey, that... that, (laughs) Make a big, big, big bubble. Not making friends here. You're not making friends here. You know, Joel, if you're going to put stuff out there like that, I want proof of actual shenanigans. Joel, I believe you shenanigized... Is that a word? (laughs) I, it's now. I, I think you Shanina guys with the best of them, and so don't listen to this guy here. So. Jeez. All right. So that's it. Okay. Our, our debate is we'll, we will have to pick this up again another day. Yeah, I, I, I think I think most don't want it. We're glad the way it was. Wouldn't change the 80s. Uh, best decade ever. Come on. Shout. Shout.
So, yes, I, I'm with you, Matt. That is the best decade. Definitely the best decade to grow up in. So, hopefully, um, you know, we all learned something from this little exercise today. There we go. Did we, we learn anything? I learned a lot. I didn't learn Jack. Okay, me neither. Daytime running lights. Gullwing doors. Stainless steel construction. Turbocharge V6. Flux capacitor. All standard. The 1985 DeLorean. Built for the future. But really, guys, making your podcast is pretty easy, and it's a lot of fun. So speaking of podcasts, here's something that I found kind of cool that happened. So my friend Travis, otherwise known as Flounder on Star107.9.com, they have started picking up this podcast. So this morning, uh, they aired it for the first time, and 1,320 people listen to this podcast what yes via star107.9.com or star1079.com that's correct um so that was uh that's kind of surprising it's kind of neat when you just kind of throw something against the wall and it sticks so very cool yeah very so cool. all right so hey all you people back out there and listening that way uh thanks for your support come check us out on um on our facebook page uh living in the 80s so do that so matt Yes. This is kind of cool. So Don Jenkins posted this on our um, Facebook page this morning. Uh, In Australia, apparently they have what's known as a mullet fest. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So there are pictures here of these extreme, these crazy mullets. I had a mullet in the 80s. Dude, everyone had a mullet in the 80s. I, I, I rocked it up until about 1990. In fact, there is a, a picture, a family picture of me. Uh, with the mullet in 1989, and then in 1990 we did another family picture and it was gone. Hmm. Imagine so, that. I don't know Imagine why, that. I, but I, I wish I would have kept it, man. Looks like they're coming back, baby. Andrew Baker's all about it. He's got his coming. <laughs> yes. yes. So people are starting to grow the mullet back. It, it's making a comeback like every other fad. I don't know why that one ever went away. I don't know. I don't like, know. It doesn't. All of that business and all the partying. Who don't want a business in the front and partying about? I do. I mean, come on. Jeez, I, Throw think, that on I might a, do it. You want to do it? I, I can do it. I was getting ready to go get a haircut. Maybe I'll just let this grow a little more. A little more. Yeah. And then cut me one, and maybe I can go to this. Uh, he said cut one. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, this, I, my fanny pack, mullet, I'm set, baby. That's right. You're ready to go on I tour. Still, I've, I've never let go of a fanny pack. So. Do, you, do you have any Zubas pants? You could wear with it. Zumba pants. Do you know I yeah. think I, I remember? No, no, I don't. No. Maybe a Spuds McKenzie shirt? There it is. There it is. <laughs> okay, we're doing that. All right, so Matt, we were talking to Matt the other day, and he came up with this idea just because I'm this self proclaimed 80s guy and I know everything about the 80s, he's going to put my knowledge to the test. Yeah, so yeah, well, I, I don't know what he's going to come up with. I don't know how I'm going to do. I've not seen the questions. So he's going to fire him away, and, well, we'll see what happens. What, what, what I, want, I want to call this little segment, I kick Rob Fott's butt. And, and, okay, see, that, yeah. Uh, this is called, I kick Rob Fott's butt. 
And so, I mean, who doesn't want to kick Rob Fott's butt? Um, Just about everybody. Well, and, and These not... dogs are running around here like crazy. <laughs> they want to kick my butt. This is Katie and Kevin, and apparently they're jacked up. <laughs> All this mullet talk, Spuds McKenzie, Zuba's pants. Man, they've got these dogs crazed right now. I feel like we're, feel like, we're like uh, training pit bulls. I feel like here. Michael Vick's going to come in here in a second. Wow. He's reformed, I know. Calm down, guys. Okay, so what we're going to play is a little game called Let's Kick Rob Potts Butt. Uh, And I'm not referring to, like, your gym class, your ninth grade year. Because you couldn't. Okay. (laughs) But this is called I Kick Rob Potts Butt. Now, he's the the 80s trivia guru, and so I've selected... As far as you know. Far as I, so I, I'm, what we're going to do here is wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether you're on a treadmill, you're walking, you're driving, where wherever you are right now, I want you to compete against Rob Fott. And so I'm going to ask a question. He, he hasn't. He doesn't see the answers. And if you can answer the, any of these questions, I'll ask four or five. If you can answer any of these questions before him, then you can say, "I just kick Rob Fott's butt." I mean, so that's that's kind of the the goal here. If so. you could do that, it's like a mantle of honor for yourself. I mean, it, we could we should make T-shirts, you know. We could. I kick Rob Fott's butt. And they would probably sell well. Okay. It's sell sell well. Okay, so the, the, all you got to do it's an honor system. It's an honor code. If you can answer this wherever you're at right now, before Rob answers, then you kick this butt. Let's start kind of easy. Okay, you ready? Yep. Don't please. Okay. Bring it. Uh, let's see. On Three's Company, what was the restaurant the Jack opened where he was the head Riggle chef? Beagle. Ah, this is getting so oh, easy. Oh, then he, then he, it's Jack's Bistro. Oh, if you said... I thought you meant the restaurant they hung out okay, at. That's okay. going to be extra cool. Part of the rules All are right. you have to listen, bruh. You have well, to listen. Was that bro. even on there, or was that on the later show that he had? The fact that you don't even know, okay, is is, is kind of setting mm-hmm. up a little stuff here. All right. So if you it was said, Jack's Bistro. If you said Jack's Bistro before, and he to his defense, he did say it. Okay, I will uh, let you finish the question uh, next time. Uh, that's up to you. That's All up right. to you. You Sorry. don't have to. You don't Sorry. have to. Okay. Um, I'll do easy ones here. Okay, well, we're a little kind of a, a smaller sitcom, maybe. I, you're not going to get this one. Okay. Well, no, we'll, we'll give you a big one. In Knight Rider, what does Kit's name stand for? Knight Industry Technologies. Teeth. <laughs> Did you say technologies teeth? Yeah. Okay. Again, I think there's going to be a lot of people that kick Rob Fott's butt. Uh, the correct answer is... Uh, Night Industries, two thousand. Two Night Industry, okay, two thousand. You know what? Let, let's be honest here. I was out, you know, driving in my car and kissing girls. Okay, okay, okay. Instead of watching Night Rider on Friday nights, Matt Moore. So you know, let's, let's while, while, while let's you're at home watching right. Night Rider, I was out. Okay, I see your pride's getting hurt here. Let's move on to an easy one. <laughs> on Laverne and Shirley, what was Laverne's favorite drink? Milk and Pepsi. Boom. Very good. Good answer. I think someone could have beat you to that. They probably could have. Uh, I wanted to say Coke and Pepsi, but that's just, those are like two different. Yeah. yeah, those are 
Uh, Mork and Mindy was a spinoff of what show? Happy Days. Very good, very good. What planet was Alf from? Alf Milmac. Very good, very, very good. He's letting the dogs in. Yeah, sorry about okay, that. Okay. Uh, and let's do let's do one more let's do one more question here. Uh, well, this will be an easy one, but let's just see how fast someone is. Um, what was the car's name on Dukes of Hazard? General Lee. Okay. Well, let's let's stay with that. What was Roscoe's dog's name? Flash. Boom. I- I thought you were out on Friday nights, bruh. Huh? I was a kid. <laughs> okay. And those this is like nineteen seventy nine okay. to eighty one. Okay. All That's right. when Dukes of Hazard right. was out. All right. Or eighty something. It's eighty something. Yeah, okay. Before well, I drove. One last one. On one day at a time, what was the maintenance man's name? Um oh. give me a second here. Maintenance guy, one day at a time. Yeah, it was Pat Harrington played the part. Yeah, Pat Har- you're doing good, but someone has just kicked Rob Font's butt. Yes! They probably did. His name was Schneider. I was going to say that. Boom. You didn't, though, but you didn't. So, okay, well, that was a little segment we call I Just Kicked Rob Font's Butt. So, yes. If thanks, you, if, thanks if you, Matt. But if you did kick his butt, when we post this link, go ahead and comment and say, hey, I kicked Rob Font's butt. Do it. Boom. All right, now we are back for the uh, final segment of our podcast today. This will be the top five sitcoms of the 80s as voted by you. The viewer, yes. So we put the poll out earlier in the week, had everybody comment. Um, First of all, Matt, do you know what a sitcom actually is? Uh, It's a situation comedy, Rob. So would you consider L.A. Law... A sitcom? No, Rob. I would not consider L.A. Law a situational comedy. And what about um, uh, Saint Elsewhere? I think that would be under drama. Drama, yes, yes, yes. And you know, Dukes of Hazard got a couple votes, but kind of funny. But it's an adventure, an action adventure show. An action adventure. I think show. TV Guide called it adventure. Adventure. So uh, it TV is TV Guide. <laughs> you said TV Guide. I did say TV Guide. Yeah. So. Having said all of that, uh, several several shows got got lots of votes. Uh, a couple of them that uh, the Cosby Show got a few votes. Yeah. Now I think if Pudding Pop hadn't done all the stuff that he did, yeah, that he yeah. probably would have got more votes. But, yeah. You know, he in fact he just actually he would have been in the top ten if we did a ten list. Right. Right. But uh, all those shenanigans that guy got into, and that, it, it kind of darkens. That was a good show. It was a great show, and that's just a question of point. Are we still allowed to like the Cosby Show? Because when the show was on, we loved it, right? We did. We like Fat Albert. Love Fat Albert. I still like <laughs> if I can catch Fat Albert on TV, I'm watching it. Okay, and, and so, but but because of what we know now, do we have to erase? Heck, no, we don't have to erase it. Uh, I'm, I, he was different on camera than he was off camera, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah. I, I'm not saying anything. Yeah. I'm just. Well, see, the, the the thing that really like is the most disappointing is the image that he portrayed about right. being this this family guy, this you know helper of parents yes. kind of thing. And maybe he was that guy, but this other part of him, you know, yeah, not good. So. Okay, that got I took weird. Number five. You take a book, you take a bag, you take a book, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of 
the Facts of Life. So here's a little trivia for you, Matt. Yeah. What show did Facts of Life spin off of? Boom, that you had me. How about different strokes? Boom! Mrs. Garrett was the first uh, housekeeper there in the Drummond household. Very good. <laughs> did you did you do the studying or did you just know that? A little bit of both. A okay. little bit of both. But you got it. Hey, there, either way, you, you come prepared. There it is. And I like that. I there like that preparation. Is. That's about all I got. Good though, for you. As far as I went. <laughs> so, Facts of Life. What do you remember? Uh, you know what? Facts of Life, to me, it, it, well, you got Tootie, Natalie, Joe, Blair, Mrs. Mrs. G, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, they were in a like a boarding school kind of a thing? Yeah. Right? Something like that? Yep. And what was her job, Mrs. G? What, Mrs. Garrett? She was like the house mother, I think. House is what mother, she was. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Uh, to to me, this, this uh, the the four girls, it, it kind of brought up that question. Gilligan's Island, as a boy, I'm speaking just to the, to the dudes. As a boy, Gilligan's Island, you were either a Marianne or a Ginger. Like, what kind of girl? Oh, did Marianne you like? for sure. Oh, hundred percent. Oh my all goodness! All day long. <laughs> yeah, she so, was. So, when Facts of Life comes along in the '80s. It's the same question. Did are you a Blair or Joe? Did you, you know who did you? I'd like? say Blair. You're you Blair. I'm Blair. You straight Blair? Heck yeah. Ah. She just she was just so cute. She was pretty. Lisa then, Lisa Welchel. Yes, yeah, good Christian girl. Too. She she came and sang at my church one time. Did she really? Could yeah. she sing good? Didn't matter. She's Blair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. So what Blair. about you, Blair or Joe? Um, I you know what I I kind of like the Blair. I, I I've always been drawn to the Blair, but I like me and Joe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like me and Joe. He's smiling too. I like he ain't Joe. I, I just she's I like Joe. Yeah. So did do you do you know here's a little more trivia for you. We mm-hmm. can get a little deeper for you. So what 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 famous movie star made their acting debut on um, Facts of Life? Are you trying to pull a George Clooney card on? Boom! You what? got it, Matt. Yes. You, I have underestimated you, Grasshopper. Ah, thank you very much. Yes, very much. nice. George Clooney did appear on Facts of Life. Correct. Okay, yes. so and not too trivial here, but do you remember like when the Facts of Life show started? There weren't just like four girls. There was about ten. Yes. You remember that? What what famous actress was one of oh, the ten? Hold on, hold on. Oh, I want. Mm. I just kicked Matt Moore's uh, uh, no, butt. No, no, Molly Ringwald. No, yes, yes, is yes it? it was Molly Ringwald. <laughs> yes, Molly Ringwald, our, our sweetheart of '80s teen cinema, yes, yes. got her start on Facts of Life. I did see a little. She t- was always roller skating around. I well, remember that, and, and so was Tootie. And that's it's funny you say that because I, I she was supposed to be twelve, but when he when they hired uh, Kim Fields, she mm-hmm. was ten. And she was a little bit shorter, so they put her in skates so she so she would appear to be taller and older. That's kind of neat. I don't know why I know that. <laughs> you just do. I do. Okay. That's good stuff. So Facts of Life, our number five show. What, what Anything else about Facts of Life come to mind? I just, oh, you know what? Okay, th- this was the first show where uh, I think it was Blair's cousin, Jerry, mm-hmm. that had... Uh, she had like I think cer- cerebral palsy or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I she was that. comedian. Yes. And and so and so this show kind of dealt with that and and Blair's acceptance of her. Yeah. And because and I mean that was just and that was like the first time I remember, you know, kind of dealing with that topic myself. I thought that was very very yeah, cool. I forgot all about that. There wow, you go. Good stuff, Matt. See that? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I would call you a big nerd right now, except for the whole, you know, the it's cerebral palsy is more of a sensitive thing. Say something. I can't. I know you I got you nothing, can't. man. I I get, I'm going to look like a big jerk if I do that. So you can't so. do that. No, but, yeah, yeah Jerry uh, was her cousin, and, uh, and and Blair struggled with that. And so I thought it was kind of neat to see her embrace and, and this whole acceptance of, of everyone, and it's great. I like it. So, and for, for those of you that were wondering, like, oh, yeah, I remember that in the 80s. It's 1979 to 1988. That show ran yeah. eight, nine years. Man, and, and that theme song, catchy, catchy, yeah, catchy. It is a catchy theme song. Because you could, you know what, you could take the good, you could take the bad. You, you could take them both. What do you have? The facts of life. Come on! <laughs> That's good. <laughs> facts of life, number five. Number five. Show me that smile again. Show me that smile. No, we did not mess up. There are two number fives there was a tie so instead of six and five it's five and five there's two fives yeah that's do, 55 do, do that number five again like you do so well number five that's awesome <laughs> that's great okay all right so number five is growing pains growing pains with growing pains. with probably the highest grossing actor in christian cinema history kirk cameron kirk cameron Kurt Cameron, uh, yeah, the Seaver, Mike Seaver. Mike Seaver, yes. Mike Seaver. Yeah, that show ran from 1985 to 1992. Had a good long run. Had a good run. A good wholesome family comedy. I remember the dad was um, the late great Alan Thicke, Robin Thicke's dad. Yeah. Yeah. So Blurred Line singer guy has a tie to Growing Pains. Come on. Yeah, Yeah, that's his 80s connection, his dad. But I remember he was a psychiatrist. And he worked from home, actually. Yes, he did. Yeah, so that was a good show. Um, So, uh, yeah, Kirk Cameron, big, big star, big teenage heartthrob. Do you remember? Yeah, my my wife, Shelly, loves him. Does she? Yeah. Really? She's the one. Yeah. Sorry if you're listening, Kirk Cameron. I know yeah. you're not, but hey. I, I met him. I met him. Nice guy. Yeah, really? I got a little selfie with the Kirk guy, Kirk Meister. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you have to post that on our 80s page maybe, here. Maybe I It will. would be appropriate. It would. He's an 80s icon. You're an 80s icon. Thank you. So, yes. boom. That's, okay. That's, that's it. We'll so. consider that shared. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you remember the controversy in, in the sitcom? Um... Refresh my memory, Matt. Uh, 1989 is when Kirk went from being Kirk the, thro- the, the heartthrob to I love Jesus and I'm going to tell the world kind of a guy. Okay. And yeah, so I do remember, yes. His girlfriend on the show at the time, um, uh, in, in previous years, had posed in Playboy. And so he did not like the image that, that portrayed for who he was now and all that kind of stuff. So they they fired her from the show. They they canceled her role and replaced her with I believe Chelsea Noble. Yes. Who is now Kirk's wife. Yes, she is. Yeah. So so she, he took the the pinup chick, fired her, brought in his wife, and uh, she became his girlfriend on the show. 
And uh, married in real life. Bada bing, bada boom. But there was a little. That was a thing, you know. She didn't. Uh, the Playboy gal didn't like being dropped just for that, you know. Yeah. And um, well, gosh, sister, you should have kept your clothes on. There you go. <laughs> That's all I got to say. You could have been married to Kirk Cameron today. Bingo. So, Bam. That's how it happens. So um, it's a funny thing about this show. Like, if if you catch reruns and stuff, like the last season or two, a young Leonardo DiCaprio was written into the script. Yes, he was. And it's so funny because even today, like he's like one of our greatest actors in lots of roles and just plays a manly guy. And you know, the women love him, heartthrob. I still to this day see him as that little kid. On um, growing on pains. growing pains, yeah. I love it. So that that Leonardo DiCaprio, still a little kid, thanks to growing pains. Had a boy, way to go. That's it. All right. So that was number five. <laughs> number five. Did you like that? I did. That All right. Good. Number four. I bet we've been together for a million years, and I bet we'll be together for a million more. Like I started breathing on the night we kissed And I can't remember what I ever did before What would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby? Number four, Family Ties. Do you know who sings that theme song? Oh, man, you got me. I just, uh, I just uh, kicked Matt Moore's butt. No, just, just, just go, go. Who does it? Okay, Johnny Mathis and Denise Williams. Shut yes. up. Yes, let's hear it for that. the boy and the Christmas crooner. Come on. Yes. Yeah. So, All right. <laughs> that show ran from 1982 to 1989. I got three words for you, Michael J. Fox. Come on. Or, or did you mean Alex P. Keaton. Oh, oh my man. goodness that that show was awesome. Even though it was on, um, it was on Thursday nights, so I could actually watch it because I would not watch TV on the weekends at home unless it was Saturday Night Live. And then it's like I felt kind of bad. I was home so early. But Thursday nights, best night TV. Oh, Cosby best, Show, best night Family Ties, Cheers, and Night Court, all back to back to back to back. Boom, 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 boom. That boom. was good TV. So yeah, love that and. I'm, I know you know this, Matt. What's but that? Let's tell the people what city was this show based out of? Cincinnati. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I just know. kicked Matt Moore's I butt again. What? Columbus, Ohio. Was it Columbus, Ohio? <laughs> yes, it was based out. Dude. He even sung Cincinnati. Are just you then. serious? You all heard it. it I'm not deleting basic. that. No, delete this. No. That <laughs> delete was, this. That's magic. Oh, oh no, man. Was it really? It was. He was. There was a couple episodes where you can actually see them reading the Columbus Dude, Dispatch. you're absolutely right. Yes. Daggone it. Yes. Uh, oh. Yeah, Michael J. Fox would be wearing the Ohio State shirt a couple episodes. Yes. Oh. They, him and Mallory. There was a whole episode about him getting a ticket for jaywalking at Broad and High. Daggone it, so, you're and right. They, said they were leaving Lazarus, which is another block down the road. Okay, in my but defense, we know, I knew it was Ohio. I knew it was Ohio. You know, it's okay, man. I, I did know it was Ohio. The the fact that you knew the George Clooney thing okay. redeems you for not knowing, well, maybe not no, quite I redeems sh- you. No, it's I Columbus, sh- Ohio. Daggone it. Okay. <clears throat> I feel bad. But yeah, this, this is a show. So mom and dad, couple hippies, yes. give birth to these three kids. And Alex, of course, a diehard Republican. Mallory was the 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 do- the older daughter who was kind of flighty. Yeah, and then Jennifer was obnoxious. She was crazy. And 
Not very. Can I say it? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's not pretty challenged. Yeah, she was she was challenged in the beauty in the beauty. Yeah, area. there we go. But, teeny others. Yeah, teeny others. Who went a uh, rock and roller? Right. Did she, she did do a rock and roll. Was, wasn't she like a Lakers cheerleader too? At okay, some point. Okay, I, did, I didn't. Know I don't that. know. I don't know about that. We'll have to check that. Someone fact check that for us because I don't feel no, like getting into no. that right now. But uh, this show had a good long run. I, I might have mentioned 1982, 1989. Dude. So that's a true 80s show. Absolutely. You know, in our poll. Mm-hmm. Like some Yahoo, we're not going to mention his name. We've already mentioned it once or twice on here already. But he hosts the Buckhorn Podcast. <laughs> um, he he suggested that Saved by the Bell should be on our list. Okay. Matt, do you think of Saved by the Bell as an '80s show? Well, maybe for um, 47 days, I do. <laughs> I do too. So that's maybe three episodes because yeah. when the Christmas break comes. You know, there's nothing. Yeah. So they had three episodes, maybe. Yeah, that's straight 90s, brah. Straight 90s. That is 90s. Too much neon for that's, the 80s. That's a different, Too that's bright. a whole different Facebook yeah. page. That whole vanilla ice haircut that, mm, that no. Zach Morris had. Let it go. Yeah, no. so, yeah, that is not an, an 80s show Take your save by the bell. Talk we, about it with your 90s friends. Yeah, if we had on. a 90s podcast, which right. who would? Right. Hello. So if we had a 90s <laughs> podcast... We would champion that show. All three of you would sit around and talk about it. That's right. Come all on. three, all three of you. All that, the viewers like the nineties. Yeah. Come on, man. So yeah, but uh, anyhow, uh, Family Ties number four. Number three. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are. Hers and hers and his. Please come to you. Come and dance on our floor. Dance on our floor. Take a step that is new. Take a step that is new. We've a lovable space that needs your face. Please company too. Who doesn't love that theme? Oh my goodness, I love that stuff. Matt, you were kind of like our own little Jack Tripper. You know what? You I'm, kind of had the haircut. I did. If I remember correctly. I, I did, I did. I, yeah. Honestly and truthfully, he was my favorite actor and situational comedies in the 80s. Yes. I love Jack Tripper. Good physical comedian. You know, and here's what I, honestly and truthfully, he's the one that, some of my favorite Jack Tripper moments are when he is alone in a room by himself. Like, like and this is when I had this little paradigm shift. Like, he would be laying on the couch in the front room, no one's in there, and yet we are watching this TV show with him laying on the couch, and he does stuff that's just funny. Falls off the couch, falls over the couch, trips, whatever. And, and it, it made me realize that some of the funniest stuff happens when no one's around. And so, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Does it my house, I'll uh, tell you that. And that's what I'm saying. And I just. I I've, sing to the dog. I've learned to be funny. Some of my funniest stuff happens. And I just cracked myself up. I mean, no one's there to enjoy it. There's no video. There's no video because it was the 80s. But but <laughs> even now, I just, uh, he inspired me. He inspired me to be funny, not just around people, but just to be funny because funny's funny. Funny is funny. Funny, funny is funny. Much more fun than the alternative. It is. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. So Three's Company, that was a great show. Good people. I love it. It ran from 1977 to 1984. That's a good stuff. That's a good run. So we mentioned the Regal Beagle. The Regal Beagle. Yeah. Yes. So 
Uh, yeah, I inadvertently <laughs> mentioned Regal Beagle earlier. Yes, you did. Yes. On accident when you missed a question and people kicked your butt. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. Did. I don't. I don't think they had enough time because I corrected myself. It doesn't pretty, matter. It doesn't matter. I'm holding on. To <clears throat> it doesn't I'm, matter. I'm sorry. Okay. So I, so uh, we had Chrissy and Janet. With oh the main, man, Chrissy. Which were your? Do you like Chrissy oh, or Janet? Chrissy. Hello. I'm sorry. <laughs> Janet's got that cute little girl next door, Marianne vibe going. Yeah. But, but if, if Chrissy wasn't so. Chrissy, yeah, yeah, right. I, you know, yeah, it's a, and then I she had the thigh master. Mm-hmm. Remember that? So she, had, she was the first of the blonde roommates, and yeah. then she got replaced. Like I think it was a contract thing. I don't remember exactly, but um, she was replaced by was it Terry. I don't know. Was it Terry next, or was it the other one? No, Terry was the third one. Oh, Terry was the th- okay. Yeah, yeah. her cousin. Uh, came along. Who, who was that? What was her name? I'm going to Google this while we're talking. Keep going, Matt. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the uh, the neighbor upstairs, Larry. Yep. Larry is it Larry Dallas? Larry, Larry Dallas was a Larry player. Dallas. He was a player. Player, player. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was always good for some good stuff. And you know, I like the fact that the. Uh, the landlords had a good role. Started out with the Ropers, right? Yeah, the Ropers. Who had their own show come off of this, a little spinoff. Yeah, it lasted about... Uh, Six minutes know. or seven? About maybe seven. Uh, and then and then you had, uh, of course, you had Mr. Furley. Mr. Furley. Don Knotts. Don Knotts. I mean, to see Barney getting another job as Jack's landlord, it was, it was worth it all. Yes, it was. So... For those of you that, um, it was Cindy Snow. Cindy she, Snow, She was yes. supposed to be Chrissy's sister, played by Jenna Lee Harrison. Okay, there we go. So, yeah, she was there for... Jenna Lee Harrison, yes. Yeah, she was there for two seasons, and then Priscilla Barnes took over as Terry Alden. She was a nurse. And she was a nurse. She was a hot nurse. She was yeah, a she hot was. nurse. So, yeah, she was on there the last three seasons, 1981 okay. to 84, or as we like to refer to them as the Furley years. The Furley years, yes. Yeah. So, do you remember, do you remember Mr. Furley's brother that actually owned the building? Oh. What was his name? Oh. Oh. I don't know. What was his Bart. name? Bart. 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 He was, he was like short. Yeah. But he intimidated Mr. Furley. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, now uh, Mr. Roper didn't like the idea in the early 80s of having Jack living with two girls in this apartment that, that he rented out to them. Well, so it was still the 70s. It was yeah, the 70s. The so, sexual revolution, bunch of commie hippies what he called them and yeah so we couldn't have the three of them live together without some kind of a reason what was the reason that they could three live together with mr uh roper's blessing well because they told him that jack was gay there it is that's the premise of the show yeah so the whole the whole first few seasons there yeah it lasted for a while that that like they like jack had to hide when he's going out on dates with girls and tell them they're his sister and he he dated a lot too he he was yeah like larry was the player but jack got the ladies jack was a catch and and, but to to watch him hide the relationships and to uh, it was it was good comedy gold comedy gold yes so three's company great show um, One of my all-time favorites. Voted number three by you, but man, this this is a this is a good show. So, yeah, number three, Three's Company. Number two.
be the weakest theme song ever. This is our number what? two show. What was that? <laughs> you know what? We love our TV themes. Oh. The old, like now, I don't think they even have TV themes. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, see now we a, can skip intro. Boop, click a button, skip intro, get to the yeah. show. If there is, even is an intro, correct? Like, there's like nothing there. But now. back in the '80s, man, that theme song it wrapped you up. You got to sing it. I mean, you, and it was good singing. Well, yes, you, the one who sang the one you, you said uh, sang the oh Johnny Mathis, yeah, and we got Williams singers, sung the singers. They, they, they sing these songs. B.J. Thomas sung Three's Company. Yes, I mean yes. the greatest American hero. Not Joey a, Scarberry. Love. I mean, went to number one. Thank you. Uh, we sang the intros. We loved the songs. But then here comes number this, two. This, what what this, was this, that? This. Well, believe it or not, Matt, that was Alf. Alf. Come on, man. Just come on, man. You know, it was a comedy. It was a lovable, comedy. fuzzy little alien from the planet Melmac. And Alf stood for what? Alien life form. Matt. All right, thought I was gonna get you on yeah. that one. That you was know, good. I had to rebound after my okay. my dismal showing in the trivia time. Yes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, remember remember the, the dad's name? Oh yeah yeah hold on hold on hold on oh you almost hear Alf saying it. Yeah oh oh because the way he's uh, hold on hold on hold on dad going it just say it. Hey Willie. Hey Willie. Yeah hey, Willie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, so so Alpha's number two on on our poll from the Facebook page, and and he does have some of those. Hey, Wooly. Yeah, I mean, there, those moments. He ate cats. He ate cats. He's a cat eater. He's a cat eater. You know, um, it, it, it's funny that I, I'm well, surprised this one finishes high as it did. Yeah, I, I kind of. I mean, I like the. the I, it's a puppet. It was a puppet with people. No, it wasn't a puppet. It was a guy inside the thing. Shut There's up. There's a little short dude that was... Hold on. Out. Slow. No. Slow down. No. Slow, yep. slow down. Yep. No. It was a guy. Okay. Okay. We got to fact check this because yeah. I thought I I thought I saw somewhere where there was trap doors all around where the trap actors... Trap doors? The, yes. The actors had to be careful where they went because the puppet, the puppet was... Um, no. Yeah. No. I mean, maybe, maybe at times when he did a little running scenes, maybe. Yeah. So Paul Fusco, Fusco, this was or the guy known as a puppet. He was Paul <laughs> pu- puppet. So no, he was actually a, a dude. Hold on, hold he's on. an actor and producer known for Alf, and he has been named to Linda Fusco. Okay, I married you know, to her since nineteen seventy eight. They have a child. I, I'm thinking Paul Fusco was the puppeteer. No, I think he was a dude. Well, no, because that's is Paul Fusco in that. He must be okay. You know, I don't. know. We're gonna have to have it. He, he moved too much to be a puppet. There I were never any strings or things. Yeah, because there was trap doors. Like I was trying like to tell you, Doritos on the couch. Yeah. Okay. You know, was Alf real? That's that's the question. Maybe maybe there's more to this conversation than I thought there would be. I think we probably go on hours about was the validity Alf of Alf real? as a character. I, I know well, he, he he was an alien that crashed in the garage, and so the the family, the whole shtick of the show was the family living with this alien life form. Um, and he did have a catchy little voice. So, yes, he did. And a big big nose. Yeah, he did. And um, look at this guy. You know what, man? He's too big. You, you could be right. Oh, 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 hold on. Let's just go to that picture right there. Yeah, there's, you know what? You, you may have me. There's so a, maybe he was like an animatronic puppet, as yeah, you said. Yeah, because this guy is too... Uh, 
Yeah, he's too. I think he's too tall. Well, there's there's a picture of this Paul Fusco with his hand up an Alf's butt. So I'm going to. Uh, You know what? You you could be right. You could be right. I just kicked Rob Fott's butt. What? Yeah, where do Family Ties take place, Matt? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Columbus. My bad. Okay. (laughs) Let's do it. Okay. So yeah, number two was Alf. Um, I. Like Again, it or love it? Like yeah, it or leave it? I liked it. Okay. I didn't love it. Uh, I mean, it 1986 and 1990. I, I don't. I don't kind of think of this as the top tier of the sitcoms from the from the 80s. But it was the later 80s, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners here were children back then. So I think that that show was kind of it's a family show. But I think the Alf character drew the kids in. So I think Maybe they so. remembered a little more fondly than than I do. Absolutely. But what about you? What do you think? Did you like Alf? Uh, I mean, show? I guess in the top ten of things, I would put him like 12, 13, 14. I mean, because it, it, to me, it did embody the 80s. You, you know, everyone had a, the Alf doll. Well, not everyone. We didn't. But I didn't. But I'm just saying, it was... As far uh, as you know. Far as, oh, he did. No, I didn't. Yeah, he did. No, I didn't. Okay. My daughter did. Kayla. Okay. Kayla did? Kayla had an Alf doll, yeah. Boom. Did you play with it? No. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. I wanted to. I know you did. Had to be a good dad. Anyhow, uh, so so I I think Alf was great, but it wasn't in like my top ten. But I think Alf is eighties great. Yep, that's good. Good enough for number two. Here we go. Yep. Number one. Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name, and they're always glad you came. Now, see, Alf could have learned a lesson here. Now, that's a theme song. That. <sighs> is it the best theme song of all time? Mm, that is, abs- yeah. Everybody knows your name. Come on. That- Everybody. Like, I was not a, a big drinker, uh, but I wanted to go to Cheers. Well, I wanted to hang out with Cliffy and Norm. Carla that- and Coach. Oh, my god. Everybody goodness. and that Sam was, and Diane. Yeah. That was good stuff. You know, funny thing. Well... Uh, about uh, Sam, that role for Ted Danson, he played like a retired Boston Baseball. Red Sox pitcher. Yes, like he never had that that manly kind of role at any point after that. He's a, always a lot more soft spoken, not athletic. Yeah, you're right. That and, was that was a very manly, cool guy role for him. Yeah, very not, macho. Yeah, not you s- know, Sam was macho. Do you think that has anything to do with his hairline? Because he's had hair issues. Yeah, I think he's had plugs and transplants and everything. Because he was famous for his hair, almost on that oh, show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the locks. It was beautiful. Yeah. And like all of a sudden, it's just gone. Or it was went. gone. So is he bald? I don't know if he's bald or if he's had like plugs or transplants. But hmm. but he was never as manly as Sam Malone. No, never. Could anyone be? be I mean, he hard. was Bo Duke. Bo, yeah, I'll give you that. Bo Duke might have been. I'll give you that. Yeah. And maybe maybe Mr. T. Yeah, I paid the fool. Yeah. That's good stuff. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so back to theme songs. Cheers theme song. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Yeah. Everybody wants to go. Everybody. Everybody wants to, to know and be known. Mm-hmm. But uh that theme song is one of the greatest. So what would your top theme songs be? This could be a whole other show. Uh, yeah, this could be a whole other segment in our spot. I mean, I love that one. I mean, and I, I like Facts of Life, although it's just kind of silly. But I mean, 
Yeah. I like that. You know, Gilligan's Island. I mean, I'm not sticking straight 80s here, but Gilligan's Island. Batman. Batman. Come on. Andy Griffith. Just give me a whistle. Give me a whistle. I said I asked, that was free. I asked for it. That there was it free. But I mean, the, yeah, the theme song, man, it just uh, it pops in your head. You got it. I love it. Yeah, you automatically the love boat. Love boat. Oh, Happy soon days. we'll be making another run. Happy days. Happy days. Laverne and Shirley. Laverne. Yeah. Shamil. Oh I don't even know what Shamil. Shamil. I don't even know what it is. Pepper but we sung it every That's... Tuesday night at eight thirty. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, that was a great thing. The Waltons theme. That was instrumental, but that was a good theme. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really. A, Walton's Jason Pittsmeyer is. I know he is, yeah. but I'm not. Yep. But, but I, yeah. So yeah, there's a there's some great themes. So Cheers um, took place in Boston. Boston. The whole show revolved around the and bar. It's, it's owner a real and the it's patrons. A, it's, a, it's a real bar. It's right? a real bar. You can go to Cheers. You can bar. go to Cheers. Yes. You can go to Cheers. And I think they even like franchised out. And there, I don't know. There maybe there's still some Cheers locations like in, in touristy towns and stuff like that did you see that the, the cheers were uh the, the the norm just made a commercial i saw it last night for the first time it, it was, it's a pizza commercial I, I don't even know if it's pizza hut domino somebody but it's about you can type in order your pizza and when you walk in they know your name and they go, oh yeah i did see that yeah but which is funny because like i don't picture norm like going to pizza hut but He'd be calling a place like you know Cardos. Cardos. Yeah, he would. He would. He would go to Cardos. Cardos, South High, Columbus, Ohio, in the '80s, not a better spot. Yeah, not a better spot. Never, on never, ever, ever. Oh, man, the jukebox Ugh. plan. The you know they I, did know your name in there, and they, they usually threw you out. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love No it. more free food for you. I that's why they went out of business. I ate a lot of free pizza. I there. miss I miss Cardo's on South High. Oh, We're talking man. about Cheers. I know number one, but daggone it. Whenever you can throw a Cardo's reference in there. Have you, you, we went to Cardo's a couple years ago. Wow. Yes. I try to make it there about once every few months because yes. i got to get my fix. Yeah. Because, I mean, even though the, the pizza is as great as it was, there was never a, a cool place to hang out as Cardo's was. Right. It's just a place to be. That was a place. It was, it was a was place like where Cheers. everybody knows your name. That was it, man. Yes. That was the place. I, I know Jerry Andrews is listening out there. You know he is. You know, What's Jerry, up, Jerry? Maybe Mike Huffman, you out Come there, on. buddy. Mike Harkness, you there? What? Randy Barton, you there? Hello, huh? hello. You hear me? Can you hear me? Can All hear right, me? guys. Dave Andrews. Yeah, Dave worked there. See that? Yeah, I remember those guys. Remember Mark? Mark was so cool. Mark was cool. I love school. Rest yeah. in peace, man. That's a Bush good bro. dude. But, uh, yeah, so cheers, number one, and I don't blame him. Uh, you guys voting for this. The, I actually put one vote in myself, and it was for cheers. Uh, now, it almost doubled Alf as far as yeah. votes. Like, everybody wanted to vote for cheers. Well, I, and so so I like I like Woody Harrelson's role in this oh, show. Oh, I did too. I mean, he's this uh, stupid, dumb guy. What was his name? Uh, his name, I can't remember. It's, it's escaping me. It was, is really escaping me. Was, Just at the very last second. I should know this. Yeah. I, I wanted uh, to say Woody. No. Yeah, I think it was Woody. Was it Woody? I think his name was Woody, yes. Did, did Woody go by Woody? I think he went by Woody, yes. No, he did I mean, that's why it was so hard. Wait, that's just too easy. Is it too? Yeah, it was Woody. Uh, was it? Yes. Coach Sam. Yeah, and uh, what what was the waitress? Uh, Carla, Carla, Carla. She was always loud, and she's you know who her, she's married to in real life, Danny DeVito. Yeah, they're about the same height. I think Just she might be a little taller, a little bit taller. Yeah. And she's a short lady, so yeah, 
So that was it. So we played Woody Boyd. Woody Boyd right was Thank played you. by Woody Harrelson. Yes. yes. Uh, IMDB is the official search engine for <laughs> all of our fact-checking here at Living in the 80s. Very good. But yes, I thought it was Woody. But yeah, so I love the show. It was uh, it was amazing. Had a good run. Okay, did you like the... What, what was your favorite um, Sam Malone love interest? Was it Diane or was it Christy Alley's... What was, was um, I think Sam and Diane were the best. Sam and Diane. Yeah, because they, they... Little ditty about Sam and Diane. <laughs> Two American kids growing up in Cheers. Boston. Boston. There you <laughs> go. But yeah, I, I think Sam and Diane was good. Um, they were complete opposites. I think when Kirstie Alley came in, uh, the, 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 the beautiful version of Christy, Kirstie Alley, when she yes. came in, she was good. She was kind of like, uh, like Sam met his match. Like... Kind of, you know, she didn't yeah. put up with his stuff or whatever, and Diane always tried to reform Sam. Yep. So I, I think Sam and Diane were, were kind of that would be my. What about you? I, I'm, I'm a Diane. I'm a Diane gal as well. I, gal, I, uh, you're Diane gal. Well, I mean, you know, what I'm saying. yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, Cliff Norm, uh, were, were probably you know goals in life, you know, to just to be like those to two be at dudes. the bar, to, to be at <laughs> the bar. That was their goal. Well, I mean, they just but the the friendship and the you know the the routine of it all, it was kind of inspiring. They because because at, at least uh, Cliff went to work every day. You know what yeah, I mean, he, he, the, the no, Norm kind of went to work. Kinda, I think he might have worked two hours a day. But yeah, he was an accountant, wasn't he? I I'm not sure he was, what he was. Something he, he always had a tie on. Yes, tie and a jacket, and drank a lot of beer. Drank so, a lot of beer. A lot of beer. Remember the episode where somebody was sitting in a spot? Oh, he just yes. was lost. But oh, but dude. that's my spot. That's my spot. It's like yeah. So Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Yes, he stole that from Norm. Straight Abs- up stole it. That's well, that uh, stole it or paid homage. You know, I I don't know. I think you're paying homage if you mention. Yeah, and maybe but, I don't know. Yeah, that was anyhow. Anyhow, number but, one, number one, a great show. So, guys, that is it. That's we it. are done. Put a fork in us. So I want to thank Matt Moore. Hey, this was a lot of the fun. the legend himself. Thanks for the invite to be a part of the podcast. Hey, this was you fun. know what? It was. I think it was probably more my pleasure than yours. This is so. <laughs> You guys have no idea. Anyway, um, so before we go, before we officially sign off, um, one little test for you guys to see. Now, this is like level 10 ninja level trivia for you. So, and, and there's a prize. There is a prize. There is a prize. If you can do this. So, our outro theme here is a, is a song that... Um, Matt and I know very well, very mm. well. But most of you, I don't think do. I Probably really not. don't. So without shazamming or any other thing you do to figure out who's singing what song, um, I would. I have a Chi Chi's gift certificate for you, and I have a Lowe's Southland movie pass. Whew. Those yes. those are both very hard to come by. Very hard to come by. So we have both of those available for you. What you want? Yeah, nobody will get this. No, nobody will get this. So, uh, if you can tell me uh, the name of this song and the artist, if you come up with either one, you will get the prizes. Okay? Absolutely. So, this uh, th- song is going to send us out. Thank you guys for joining. We'll see you next time.
You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.